The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. Let's go, baby! Are you ready for a break? Yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on a break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Good morning. Today is Sunday, August the 5th. Nobody knows or cares what season or what show it is. This is Cowboys Break. I am David Hellman. I am hosting today. I am joined by my partners in crime, A.G., Amber Garcia, Nicholas Eatman, and Derek Eagleton. How's it going, everybody? Well, it's good, Dave. I thought for a second maybe we had to do it again. I thought that oh, that awesome intro that we had to start over. I mean, you're criticizing my intro? No, it was great. I was oh, saying okay. I thought because of the the music that we heard, I thought that was like, oh, oh we can do this again. okay, no, oh, this is great. Uh, good hey, job, hey guys. Uh, How's it going? Going pretty well. It's yeah. Sunday. It's scrimmage day here at Ooh. Cowboys camp. Wait, uh, well, okay, I'm the host today, so I'm gonna say it's scrimmage day. The Cowboys are gonna <laughs> scrimmage. They used to call it the blue and white scrimmage. I yeah. don't think it's they still the blue uh, and white Do they bother? Okay. Yeah, it's going to it's going to be televised on DallasCowboys.com today. Uh it's is it not televised or on DallasCowboys.com? Streamed. Well, streamed on DallasCowboys.com. Let me run this down for you. So it will be streamed on DallasCowboys.com. Yeah, yeah, okay. Got it. It will be on the Dallas Cowboys mobile app. It will be on Connected TV. That would be on Roku, Apple TV and Fire, Amazon Fire. Um, it will be if you're in the Dallas area, it will be on uh, TXA21. So make sure you check it out on TXA21. You can watch it there uh, live as well. So it'll be on all those different channels for you to watch That's live right. as it happens today, 4 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Central, uh, and it'll be about a two-hour uh, telecast. This is uh, as good a look as you're going to get at the Cowboys in a non-game setting right. all year, which to that point I ask, big deal, blue and white scrimmage, gang, yes or no? Just, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, don't don't – get hurt i mean but it's, it's good to actually see some guys maybe tackling sort of i mean that we'll, we'll have a we'll have a little bit of that but um yeah i mean i think everybody got excited yesterday about the goal line and and we'll i know we'll talk about that but i mean because it's the closest thing to football you actually can see when we, we talk all the time about this strength you can't really tell but the o-line pushing people around well you could tell in, in, in that setting, both Scarborough and, and, and guys like that. So I think the scrimmage will be an extension of that. Any? No? <laughs> no, I mean, it, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be fun <laughs> from no, the standpoint. It will be fun from the standpoint that uh, for fans, you get to actually see some live football. Now, it's not going to be what you're used to seeing in a game, so don't expect that. But it will be – some periods will be live, and it will be an opportunity just to see the competition of football. And so, for right now in this time of the year, as many of those fans out there are like me that are missing football, this will be football. I will say this. It's co- like I said, this is as good of a look as a f- as fans can get if they're not out here. Right. Because you know, other than that, you're just stuck with my Twitter videos. I'm going to actually – Which is not bad, I'm by I'm the way. I'm going to disagree with Which you is on, not bad on at all. that because, I mean, I'm not going to – Run, have you run down that whole list where to watch it? It's every channel but the 
Food Network, it seems like. You can watch this. But it's better to see it there than out here because you know how these scrimmage goes. You got to get around. You got you know we only have forty seven coaches yeah. that stand. Oh yeah, no, because you're going to have a bird's eye view of this. The thing. best view is going to be watching it there, or yeah. maybe some people that are have a a good spot up there in the in the bleachers. It, this is good. It's not a scrimmage. They don't have. A, I mean, the, to the point of a scoreboard and all that. Who's going to win? Well, the blue one, twenty eight to twenty. Right. It's not going to be that, but it'll. It's football. Well, it's the other, fo- it's the closest thing we can see. And the other thing to note too for those out there that'll be watching it. Uh, they'll also get good commentary because all you guys, uh, I know that uh, you, Nick and Dave and Rob and and uh, Brian and Bill Jones Mickey. and Mickey and just the whole crew will be out um, as a part of this on air giving commentary on what's happening during the scrimmage. So uh, it's your chance to kind of catch up on a lot of things too because you guys will talk about, yeah, we've been noticing this in this player during camp and we've noticed this during, with this player. And so it'll be a good way to kind of get this – full synopsis in two hours of what's been happening out of training camp and actually see these guys on the field. So from that standpoint, it's a great opportunity uh, to see what's going on with the Cowboys. It is going to be a football feast for sure later today. Uh, before we get into that, well, that hasn't happened yet, so let's rewind the clock. Nick alluded to it. Cowboys had a pretty spirited practice yesterday. Uh, did eight live reps on the goal line. Um, there was a scuffle between the offensive and defensive lines. I is that get what in- you call it? A fight, Scuffle. a brawl, if you will. A, a, not quite a brawl. It, it, We've seen some brawls out here. Yeah. I don't know if that qualifies as a brawl. No, no, but it it was definitely different than, than some of the typical yes. pushing and shoving. Like All right, well, real before we get into that, real just right off the bat, a couple news and notes. Um, Charles Tapper came back to practice yesterday. Tap. Uh, Sean Lee stood around in his uniform and worked out on the side, but I still don't think he did any meaningful Contact practice, unless I miss something, anybody? I didn't see him do anything. Deontay Thompson and Chris Covington also sat out. And then the big one, I don't, I don't know if anybody has an update on this, but Shidabe Wuzier sat out for a decent portion of practice. We haven't talked to Jason Garrett yet today, but does anybody anybody heard anything about that? Should we be concerned? Just, just watching him talk to the trainers and kind of walking off yesterday, it didn't seem that serious, and 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 mainly because of, and we've seen this before. When a guy gets gets banged up in practice, if it's really bad, I mean, they're gonna take him in and and, and get him off his feet a little bit, and and he just kind of stayed off to the side. So I, without knowing anything, it just looked like it was a precautionary thing. Banged up, let's just hold out, you know, see see what happens. But I think for the most part, he's gonna be fine. I I would assume. All right, as I alluded to, thank you, Nick. Uh, Thank you, Nick. Three, You're welcome. Th- three, three main storylines came out of yesterday's practice in my in my view. All right. Uh, a, B, and C. Amber, which don't look at my notes. I can't. You think I can I read have, that far? I don't know. No. Would A, B, or C? What should we talk about first? A, B, or C? You just pick one. Well, <laughs> got to go with A. Right? A. Okay. <laughs> Amber. Well, in that case, Amber. as we alluded to, Travis Frederick and Antoine Antoine Woods got after it. Yesterday, um, looked like some trash talking after a one-on-one rep, and it led to a whole thing. Uh, Derek, what? I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Like, just yeah. what was your favorite part of that whole well, episode? I, there were several. I mean, and, and first of all, it seemed like there was some trash talk that was going on before the play. That's kind of where it seemed like it started, and there was kind of this, you know, okay, let's just let's just play like that kind of thing. And then they play, and and Travis kind of got beat on it, and uh, and so. Then the trash talk really starts, and the next thing you know, 
maybe a right cross. Mm. I don't know. Maybe right cross. Maybe overhand right. I don't know. But I know it was a right. And it came in swift. And uh, and at first I couldn't tell Which if he so actually. Which is so dumb because you're actually just hurting your hand. Although some of the clubs that these guys have for hands, uh, like I do wonder if how, how bad that would hurt. Even if you have a face mask on, I do wonder if just the jolt of it is, is kind of painful. Who knows? All I know is it started a brawl. Everybody cl- came in. And then, of course, my favorite part, Martin comes over the top. There's, I mean, it's the <laughs> best And just comes over the top of the whole thing and just kind of lands on the pile. And For my money, it's the best thing that's happened at training camp so far. It was so pretty far. good. It, it looked like a I've never elbow. seen Zach act like that. Me neither. And react like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's his boy. Don't mess with his guy, 72. That's his boy. Yeah. Um, which... But the strange thing is, like, yesterday, for some reason, maybe we've just been here too long already, where the energy was just up the air, just so high since walkthrough. I mean, we've never heard them make so much noise during walkthrough as they were doing yesterday and so into it. And then I guess that carried over to the afternoon practice. Yeah. And it is. It's getting to that point in practice. That's what they all said. Where it's like, okay, we're hitting each other. And the more you're going against the same guy, the more he's doing things now that kind of annoy you a little bit and, and probably vice versa. And so it kind of just gets to that point, and it's getting close to preseason time. Like, we need to go hit somebody else. Which, well, they sort of they didn't get a chance to hit somebody else, but they got a chance to hit, which I think played a role in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cowboys did live goal line yesterday. They ran eight reps, four for the first team, uh, two for the second team. Defense won five out of eight of the reps. Um I'm going to just be a classic fan and say, concerned for the offense or happy for the defense here? Happy for the defense. I'm, well, yeah, I'm not concerned by the offense. I, again, I, I, I think that the def- these, this defense is going to be uh, – this defense to me seems undersized and quick. And, and in practice settings like this, when they're not getting knocked on their ass, they're going to look pretty good out here. I want to see how well that they tackle. And I, so I'm not really that concerned just yet now I understand the goal line reps I mean I, I think it was pretty much ones against the twos right no well I mean well I mean like some guys are coming in and out yeah. but they had ones going against ones it just wasn't Zeke right right that's yeah. the only they, they, they held some guys Zeke out there which or Rod Smith for that yeah. matter yeah they, they young I running mean, backs. they they made some strategic substitutions yeah but, I mean there was right. a healthy portion of starters on the field yeah. you know what I like from yesterday is that a few guys that we're not necessarily used to talking about stood out for example Charverius Ward that's the guy that just shined yesterday he let you know who number 40 was I bet he's that one of your three he's in season he's actually not so okay that was a great great day for him well no I was just saying that's the guy that we haven't really been talking about and yesterday he made everyone look who number 40 was and who's that guy oh yeah there's a lot of this there's a lot of this during practice number 40 okay I was Danny, right. Danny McCray. <laughs> <laughs> You're always going to go back to what you know, right? He didn't have the dreads. That's yeah. the only reason it, I didn't think that. Before, but. We, before we get back into Ward, I want to talk about the goal line for a second. Okay. Yeah. They, I hate their play calling down there. I really do. They do it all the time. Why do we have so many counter traps and guys that are pulling and, and almost like these delayed handoffs, especially when you have a guy like Scarborough or even Zeke, just 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 hit the hole. I mean, you, you need one yard. One yard, just run the ball. But we, we have a guard pulling, and, and then I just – these were the plays we saw here, but we've seen this down in the goal line before where things just take too much time and you let everybody kind of get to the ball. If you, 
just give me the guy, go north-south, and just run the ball and run someone over. I saw – it wasn't just Bo Scarborough running it, right? Was it uh, – Bo got the first team reps. Jordan Chun took some second team I remember team reps. some of that too. When he, I mean, th- he was the one that I remember a lot, where he was kind of moving to the side and waiting for the guard to get out of his way and got sm- – got stuffed in the backfield. I think they do that way too often. I mean, this is a big, strong line. You have big, strong backs. Just run people over. Like, I don't know. I think Which so much counters down at the goal line. And that's I guess that's why I asked that question at the top is I, I, it's, I'm not concerned about the offense. It's too few reps to concern me. But best offensive line in the league, I know Zeke wasn't in there, but they got stuffed twice in a row at the end of the first team, and I'm just not sure that that's supposed to happen if they're right. as good as they're supposed to be. I will throw this out, too, and I noticed this. I was expecting that uh, when they got in goal line, they would have uh, more offensive linemen on the field than putting the three tight ends out there, but a lot of times they ran 13 personnel where they had three tight ends or 23 personnel where they had two backs and three tight ends, and they weren't bringing in uh, extra offensive linemen. I was expecting to see Looney and guys like that. They Jumbo weren't. They were, putting those, they were putting those tight ends out there. And to be honest with you, there were a couple plays with the tight ends. I, I was particularly watching Rico. Rico didn't have a horrible day in goal line yesterday. There were a couple blocks he made where he sustained the block. He got to his guy. He sustained the block, got the guy out of the play. So, I, you know, I'm – I, I'm interested yeah. to see if that was just them testing things that's, out. You're right about or that. Or if that's something that they're going to actually go into the season and really think, hey, these these tight ends are good enough yeah. for us to be able to throw them out there and keep them out there in goal line situations. That kind of goes to my point from the other day, which is that are they really going to change that much about the nuts and bolts of the way they want to do things? Right. I mean, which goal line's a little tricky because you're not running 10 personnel from the one yard line. Right. You're just not going to do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could. I kind of would like to see eh, it maybe a little I, bit. That's every once me. in a while. Maybe yeah. send Jumbo Joe in there instead. But uh, finish your thought about Charvarius Ward because he did have a nice day. It wasn't glaring enough to make my rundown. So. Oh, go. Okay. Well, that, that's because there's something more important I want to talk about as soon as you're well, done. Well, I will say this. Six people, we do our star of the day, and yeah. we have six people that vote on it, and, and three Did of them. Did someone vote for him? Three people oh, voted three for people. Tavarius <laughs> Ward, and I'm the one that puts it together, and I probably would have put made a fourth in there, but I just said, you know, let's have some balance. So yeah. Yeah. Who'd you go for? Um, I, Dorrance Armstrong. I think Dorrance Armstrong is continuing to, to do some really good things uh, to the point where – um, and I said this actually a week ago, I think, on the show, and I, we're, we're there. Now I'm tired of you beating number 63, okay? Campos, cool. You can beat him. You're better than him. That's great. I want to see you against Lyle Collins. I want to see you against Tyron Smith maybe because you Armstrong is, is, is explosive enough. He's doing some really nice things. Let's see him against somebody else and someone with a little bit better. Yeah, but um, we're gonna talk about Ward Javari. <laughs> I keep bouncing around. No, he no. Your interception was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a really great interception. And it, it, I don't know. It just brings me back to thinking, and I don't want to bring up the whole safety position again. But, but you're gonna just do it. To, but just okay. when you see the death uh, at corner and a few guys like him that is starting to make certain plays, and maybe that was because Cheeto was out that gave him the opportunity to get something more and, and make something out of it. But when you see the depth there and then not at safety, I'm like, what the heck is going on? Then we, we, don't, <laughs> we don't need to get into it again. Sorry. No, sorry, you're good. You're but good. I want to finish off uh, recapping yesterday's practice. Um, not a, a more of a down note. Dan Bailey, 
Missed two kicks again yesterday. Yeah. One of them was the last rep of pa- of practice. It was from 33 yards away. That's the 16-yard line. That's, That's five missed ones so far. And, and, and those have come in the last of the three five in the last two practices. Two yes. practices. Y'all worried about Dan Bailey? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to get a little <laughs> bit of an, a raised eyebrow. Like, like yeah. I don't tell, know. tell me how to approach this situation. Um, they don't have options, though, do they? But you always have options. I mean, there's kickers on the street every year. No, no. What I'm saying is Dan Bailey is going to be on this roster. There, yeah. There's no – to start the season, I don't think there's any – Yeah. There's no yeah. There's no doubt in my mind he's going to be on this roster. Question becomes, are they concerned enough to where they actually carry a second one? Because if they do that, then I think that's a mistake. No, nobody does that. Right. I think that's Nobody a does that. I think the uh, – I think the question is, is how long is the leash? That's the question. When do you actually cut ties? Um, we're probably getting and we're not. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, getting, so we're so far ahead, ahead of, of ourselves yeah. here. But well, okay, well, let me rephrase because I agree you are getting ahead of yourself. But at what point does concern become legitimate concern? I mean, let's wait until the preseason. Well, throw him in the preseason, let him kick. You raise another interesting point, which is Dan Bailey typically has had the type of status where you're not going to see him on Thursday night. You know, like you're going to use Brett Maher to get through that he's game. He's not at that point, though. He, he His so, status is not there yet. Y'all, throw him in the preseason. Y'all want to see Dan Bailey kick against the 49ers. Yes. I would, yeah. but here's my question. Yeah, I think so. so what does that mean, though? Let's assume that he plays in the preseason. Let's assume that he has, in four preseason game, he, games, he has, I don't know, six kicks. And let's assume he misses two of them, two of them from makeable distance. Is that changing what you're doing heading into no. the season? No, no. Dan Bailey, to me, has deserved the the opportunity, of course, to to get to the regular season, and it, nothing is going to change until he loses you two games. That's my opinion. I agree with Not that. one game. Misses mm-hmm. a kick in the third quarter or the fourth quarter of a game and you lose, it happens a lot. Yeah. If he misses two – if there's two games where his misses or extra point or and whatever – And they're effect, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makeable. Talk, and then yeah. I don't, I'm not talking about things that are in the 50s. I mean just makeable kicks. If this happens in two games relatively early in the year – now you got to really figure. Now you got to have out. some conversations, yeah. Um, but he he's putting himself down to like, even him being just like an average, you know, kicker. Uh, he we're just so used to him being so automatic and making everything that even then him missing those is not that he's horrible. He's just I think down to yeah, that if, level a little bit. If you're missing thirty something yard field goals. That's not average. That's below average. Like that's that's expected. You're expected to make those. If you're missing on the clip that he is right now, where he's missed, what was that? Four in the last two practices. But how many of those were under thirty? I don't remember. All of those were at least forty, forty-two, and less. His two right? miss. His two misses from Thursday were from thirty-eight and forty. There you go. I don't know his his first miss yesterday was on the other end of the field. I didn't see how yeah. long it was, but. I, I'm pretty sure it was. It was. I'm pretty sure it was in that 40-ish range. You're talking about, you know, manageable distances. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that you're missing kicks at that clip, at that range. To me, that's not average. That's below average, and, and that's not expect. It's not only below what we expect from Dan Bailey. It's below what you expect from an NFL kicker. kicker. In my in my experience, and and you guys could have different opinions here. In my experience, it's typically like this: a breakdown. There's ten kickers in the NFL that are just pretty pretty much automatic every time there's 10 more that are pretty good they're gonna make most of them but they're gonna they're gonna kind of piss you off every once in a while then there's 10 no then there's 10 there's 10 and then there's 30 more that are like hit or miss you don't know what to expect now 
12 of those 30 got to be on a team. Right. So that's, 30, that's your 32. But then there's about 18. So there's a pool of 30 guys. Some are on the street. Some are. Some, you know. And right now, I think Dan's in that 30. Mm-hmm. I think he, he was always in this 10 over here. And then last year, he's kind of got into this after the injury. And now he's in that, in that mode right now. I'm, I'm not saying not good enough to be on a roster, but you're kind of your leash is just shorter. It just yeah. is. Yeah. I'm still giving him the benefit. I, the I absolutely. I, he's, earned, sure. he's earned the benefit of the doubt, and that's why I asked the question, yeah. even if you play him in the preseason, I don't know that anything that happens in the preseason, unless he absolutely bombs and misses everything, I don't think anything in the preseason is going to change how they enter into the season. It'll just be a matter, like Nick said, if he starts losing you games, then it's going to be what's, a question where they have to say something. They have to do something. What's Garrett's record? I mean, I'm six or seven games over. 55 and 49 yeah, or something like that. that. 50. I mean, it's close. Everything is close. And this team is always – this league is that way, and you've got to have a good kicker. I think we're all in agreement, giving Dan the benefit of the doubt for the time being, but it is much more on our radar than it was a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Fair to say? Yep. We're going to take our first break. We will be right back. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. So stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to the break. Hello, we are back with a Sunday edition of The Break. I believe, according to our hotshot producer, Kent Garrison, that we have a call from Shane in Washington. Shane! Shane, what up? Hey, I got a comment and question for you guys. Uh, my, my comment is, is that I love the fact that the defense is winning all these reps, and I can't remember the last time that the Dallas defense was just, and I know it's early and it, this is just training camp, but if this Dallas defense can be in top five, top six, and I know it's early, cool. and even if the uh, offense goes down a little, a great defense and a great running game seems to work in this, in this league. <clears throat> I, just, I just love it. I just want to see a great defense. So I love Cheetah Bay and, and what everybody's doing there. 
And then uh, my question is, is, during the blue and white scrimmage, I know it's pretty much just a practice until the last few minutes, and then they get the young guys in there. Do you think Cooper Rush and uh, Mike White are going to get in there for that? And then my comment is, I love the rotation of the host, Nick and Amber. Just, I, I, I loved it. You guys were making me laugh. So keep the rotation up. Thanks. Hey, Nick Thanks. hates it, for the record. Derek, that was a shot at you. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Good point. That is not a shot at me. I to, I've told you. I've told you number of times. People want variety. Nobody and wants we to rotate get, Zeke. I mean, nobody wants to rotate. I don't know. Talk to some Crimson Tide fans. You well, might hear differently. Well, and people like variety, and when you can give them some variety, it's good. It's good. Uh, I would expect that Cooper Rush and Mike White are going to see all the reps during the actual scrimmage part of this practice. That I mean, the, yeah, the blue, the actual blue-white scrimmage is for young players. Yeah. Dak doesn't qualify as no. young anymore. No. Uh, okay, so here's Even what though he's only in his third year. <laughs> I mean, he's, I can't you wait. got 33 starts under your belt? No, I'm with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying that's the irony of it. Yeah. He's in his third year, and he's a wily vet at this point. I yeah. cannot wait to throw that back at you at some point. What? This whole, like, variety. Everyone loves variety. Because you know how many times you say to me, you need to have consistency. People like continuity and things, and, and something completely different. Not You're really the show. you talking about that? No, I'm not. I'm talking about the fullback <laughs> position. Yeah, I we've am. moved on from that. You Nick. didn't. You didn't move on, <laughs> guys. Okay. Yeah, do this on your shows, not mine. Let's get on. <laughs> I was about okay. to say the host over there is not Let's doing go. a good job of keeping this thing on the rail. Stop. Let's stop roll. it I'm right just now. Saying. Here's what I want to do in the second. Here's the what I want to do no. in the second segment sorry, of the show. You got to answer the caller. He had yeah. 17 points. I already. I answered <laughs> him. He, he t- oh, first of all, he he said he had a comment and a question. He made a comment, then he asked a question about the quarterbacks, and I answered it. But what about the rest of the group? What about him? Okay. What? Go ahead. I, d- d- no, I'm, well, he's talking about the defense. This defense isn't good. It was a. It, it, he what, he made what? this point about all oh, this defense is winning reps, and I can't wait for them to be great. I th- he just said he wanted them to be great. right. They're wait, not, back up though. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not doing this. We're not. No, 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 no seriously. Come wait, on. Back like, up. I get it, but I, I do want to ask the question. You said the defense is not good. Are, are you? I don't know that you can say right now that the defense is not good. I mean, I think the most you can say is that they're unproven, okay. but I don't think you can say they're not good, right? Well, he said, I want a great defense. Yes. And I'm like, this is not going to be a great defense. It's not going to be a great defense. It may be a good defense, but it's not going to be a great defense. I'm not, I, don't think, I don't think right now you can say what they're going to be. I think they're unproven. I think they have a ton of question marks, and a lot okay. of those question marks could also go the other way and gotcha. could make them really great. Like, if Sean Lee plays a whole season and plays to the level of Sean Lee, mm-hmm. his defense will be really, Anything really good. If Jalen Smith is what they expected him to be when they drafted him years ago, it could be really, really good. Gotcha. If Byron Jones keeps doing in a season what he's gotcha. doing right now, it could be re- – so all I'm saying is I don't think you could say they, they won't be. I just think you have to say there's a ton of question marks and there's a lot that they have to prove right now we don't know what you they're going to You know, even be. with the offense, if they are able to – play better this year and stay on the field more and go down the field, that helps the defense because last year we saw a lot of occasions where they were in and out of the field, the the offense, and then the defense goes in and that affects it because then your defense gets tired and spend way too much time on the field. So maybe – you, you're getting way too ahead of yourself. And let's get back on track, Dave. I'm at an absolute loss for why I spend time making notes for this show. Well, how do we take questions if we're not going to answer them? Well, he didn't <laughs> ask a question. He made a comment. Okay. He just said I he likes he... what the defense looks like. Gotcha. Anyway, <laughs> um, here's what I want to do with what's left of the second segment of the show. I have some questions. Actually, they're not questions. They're statements that I want you all to finish for me. 
Uh, just honestly, some of them based on training camp, some of them just things that I want to know the answer to, and I'm curious for y'all's opinion. So I'm going to start out. Nick, I'll throw it to you. Okay. The next player to sign a long-term deal for the Dallas Cowboys. Will Beasley. Oh, yeah? Hmm. Interesting. I, yeah, I, I would say Cole Beasley. Uh, contract year, um, I could see them maybe extending him a little bit. Um, but th- is that? A, I don't know if that's a long-term deal. Multiple years. Let's just we'll say yeah, multiple I'm gonna years. I'm going to say Cole Beasley before the, the, the DeMarcus Lawrence one. And um, I don't know. Maybe it happens at camp. But, mm. I, but I don't think it's anything that's breaking the bank or anything like that. That sounds like it's kind of scoopy right there. I'm no, well, maybe not, you're not, hearing not, some whispers. Implier, <laughs> maybe implying <laughs> a little, a little pli- bit, a little implier, yeah, Implier-y? Implier-y? I don't know. There's 90 players here. You come up with some. There's 90 players words. on the on the, that are out on the field. I don't know how many agents are here. So, they, you know, hey, possible. Hey, okay. I would say him or Earl. I was just trying to start uh, <laughs> talk show banter, and and I yeah, hey, and you happened into news. Fascinating. Well, I, not I quite so. news no, yet. No, no, not no. Quite <laughs> news. That's, just, that's just my hunch. I, you started with me. Who else? I, I'd like to hear some other answers here. So is, anybody want to throw in? Oh, man, I was actually looking down the roster, and I, I don't know. I can't. I can't think of one that I feel really comfortable with. I do though. Well, it can't be D Law, right? Is could, that, why can't it be? I mean. And l- well, I mean, I thought that was the. I you don't see know. The, the s- you so said the first one. Yeah, which I mean, they could wait till after. Oh, they the could season. wait. They yeah. could wait yeah. till the season. He right. can't do it right now. No, he right. cannot yeah, do it. Right that's now. what I meant. Okay. Right. And uh, I think I think if you're just taking the safe route, I would say him, because that's probably the guy you look at right now and say if anybody's deserving of a contract that would be avail that would need to be done in the next addressed yeah. in the next year. The easy answer is Demarcus Lawrence. Watching right? these practices, I feel more and more confident that that I agree is a thing that will happen. And he, he's basically your strongest guy on defense, so you have to do whatever you can to build a defensive line. But but see, the thing is, that question wouldn't have been but posed if you didn't have a guy in there too. Can you answer some of these? Oh, Demarcus is what made That's me think guy. of that okay. question. I didn't know if there was someone else that. Um, what about 31? I, mean, I was actually thinking I mean, that. I mean, maybe. I was actually but thinking he's that. Got, he's got this he's year under, next He's year. under contract. Yeah. Yes, but here's the deal. Season. Here's the yeah, deal. You're if not you, change let's that. assume for a second that he has a really good season this year. Yeah. Would the Cowboys consider maybe going ahead and giving him a new deal that may be a little bit less than what they think he would get on the open market just to go ahead and get it done? Right? We've seen him do that before, too. Like a guy has a good year, and they go ahead and give him a little something like, oh, man, we love you. And, but it's not what they would get if they stayed another year and did really well, and then you got to battle with an open market or yeah. put a franchise tag on them or something like that. That's a possibility. We just they have to know. wait and see how he goes right. this year, and yeah. especially with Richard being in here and seeing maybe what he can convert Byron into, then maybe. Yeah. I, I could also see in the middle of the year, maybe if things are going well, you try to get Tavon Austin. And, then, and isn't mm. this the last year of his deal? Yes. He's never played a snap for the Cowboys, so let's get ahead of ourselves. Don't <laughs> get ahead of ourselves here. Byron. Yeah. Derek, the unknown player who has impressed you the most is blank. And when I say unknown, I mean he can't be a starter. Maybe <laughs> well, not. It has even. to be Charvarius Ward as of yesterday. Uh, because the things he did in that practice Through yesterday. camp, Derek, but not yesterday. I understand it. I understand okay. that. But but the fact <laughs> of the matter right, is right. the number of plays he made yesterday, it's one thing if he would have made one play, and then you're like, oh, he stepped okay, a little seal. The guy was ma- – I, I, there were at least three times when I was like, 
again? No. Like, I, I think he had just a phenomenal day yesterday. And so I, I definitely think he is a guy that, that now is on everybody's radar. Let me answer it for you. What yeah. I think your answer should be. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> 92, Brian Price. Okay. He's, but one. he's always been on my radar. Well, I, I, was talking about radar. I was talking about him in the offseason saying the I intense, thought he was the best one technique they if, had. If Joe and Flower Mound needs yeah. to, like, <laughs> Brian Price counts. Brian Price okay. absolutely All right. counts. All right. He's, he's, a, guy, been he's a guy you've been talking about yeah. a lot. I liked him. I loved him last year. When he got hurt, I thought it was going to be a significant loss for them because I thought he was the best guy they had there in the middle. AG, you feel like you feel strongly about this. What's your answer? Ooh, dang it. Go, Nick. Um. Joe, Joe Thomas is a he guy that, that, uh, that I've liked. Um, Joey. Joe, I, you know, he's played a lot here with, with Sean Lee out. He's a guy that people kind of forget on the on the, the guys that they signed because Alan Hearns is a player that, that was new, Deontay Thompson. Joe Thomas has kind of went under the radar, but I think he's actually played well. He's going to fit into this mix of special teams, maybe some nickel or something. I'll go with Lance Lenoir. Just because I have not been a fan of his, and LL, <laughs> I just haven't. And cool. last year, I felt that during the preseason, I I practiced. It was mainly practice. I felt that the Cowboys gave him plenty of chances, and there would always be something like him not catching the ball or dropping it, and not really doing much. And I know the Cowboys like him, and they've stuck with him. And now. I'm trying to see maybe what the Cowboys have seen in him of him kind of making certain plays and making it happen. But that was one that I haven't been a fan of and starting to change my mind a little bit. Okay. I'm going to stick with you because this is just right up your alley. The guy I need to see more from at this camp is blank. You will not hold back. The guy that you need to see more at this camp. Who's not showing you enough right now? Oh, Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> about that Solid already. answer. Oh, yeah, it is a good Gathers. answer. Okay. Okay. Rico. Rico Gathers. <laughs> what is up? I don't know. I mean. Can everyone do that? I can't. Rico. 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 Okay. White guy. No, uh, but he, he is. Rico. He's the one that keeps me kind of confused because he'll make certain plays for you. And he. he he looks promising, but it's just not fully convincing. I don't know exactly how far this project will go to. I don't know if he makes the team, but he, he he's just not convincing me as a tight end. I would love, love for the Cowboys to move him position and put him somewhere else. That's something that I really doubt he will be in for because any other position would not be maybe uh, – Starish enough for him, That's and true. we know the kind of guy he is. That's a good point. So I don't know that that might be tough on him to actually do that, and I don't see the Cowboys actually making that kind of move. But that would be my move if I had to run this team: move Rico on the line, <laughs> put him there, let him block. All right, Derek. The um, guy. Oh, well, okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to streamline this and get as You're many questions host. as possible. I'm with you wherever you want to go. The guy I don't need to see another snap from until September 9th is <laughs> Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> I don't need to see nothing else. He is ready for the season. Uh, he, he doesn't need to do anything else. Just let's get to the season. Nick has issue here. Wait, can I answer that first that, that question that she did about Rico? Sure. Though? Because um, my answer is not going to be liked. Go okay. for it. But the guy that needs to that we need to see a little more from is Dak Prescott because. He is Were you not just been talking about how good he's doing? 
We need to see more. We need to see more. You need to do a little bit more. He needs to make Either more throws. Either he's doing good listen, or he's not. Listen, well, that's the problem. It's both. Chavarius <laughs> Ward got player of the day the other day. Byron Jones made a play of the day when he came running in and, the, and knocked the ball down. But the issue is, is the ball wasn't there. Lance Lenore had – um, Byron Jones beat on that play. Should have been a touchdown. Travarius Ward was beaten badly by Michael Gallup. That ball wasn't there. Ch- Ward, it was underthrown. He picked it off in a nice play, pushed him to the ground. Every, well, now he's the player of the day. But if that ball was out there like it needed to be, and that's his deep ball has not been that great, especially on the deep ball. Dak on the deep ball, I'll say that. That's what needs to be a little bit better yeah. because it hasn't been there. And, and It hasn't you know, been there at and all. And if Travarius yep. Ward, yep. I mean, he was beaten. I mean, great job to stay with the play and make the play. But you know what I'm saying? If that ball was out there a little bit more, and I think that's one thing this the Dak needs to really improve. Yeah, check down Charlie. He's He's got that down. He needs to be able to convert those. He threw that pass to Beasley, you know, and Beasley's streaking down the field. And he, we don't see the deep ball. That's what I'm saying. Dak I'm not disagreeing, deep, but I'm just saying because you've been talking about Dak he's and he's good and made it your top know, ten. What if, he, what if he shows it to you? Like, that's – He's he going to show you. I know. He, I, <laughs> I know. It's the. You're right. <laughs> He's going to show it against Cincinnati. Yeah, you, that's when. That's you're right. What, if he does, if he doesn't play well in He's the game, he's never been an Oxnard yep. guy. He's and not he, an Oxnard guy. When he gets guy. to the game, he plays another level. Yeah, but I, I will. I mean, I we I thought we talked about this on Friday's show. The fact that we had everybody kind of chime in and say what you thought of the top ten, and there were there were some ballots yep. that had that didn't even have him on the list, and others that had him far down on the list, like eight or nine. I mean, it 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 was right. to me and that that's telling because there's not a camp that I can remember, unless you want to go back to when the Cowboys were really deficient at quarterback, where you didn't say, "Yeah, we know the quarterbacks have been great. Let's talk about somebody else." Right? And and it's and I asked you this question, Nick. I was like, I I couldn't recall I couldn't recall just a great throw during camp. Something that made me go, "Holy crap, that's a great throw." I didn't I don't remember, and and I think actually it may have been you, Dave. And you mentioned another pass that he actually did throw. That he made a really nice throw to Allen Hurts early on in camp, week, right? Yeah. But but again, it just hasn't been a lot of those wow moments. And again, maybe that's just because that's not the kind of player he is in practice. Right. That's something that translates when he gets to the game, and he's able to use his legs as well. Yeah. That all factors Some in. Some of his best plays have been on the run, right. which you don't really want that in practice anyway, because you're not actually allowed to sack the quarterback, right. et cetera. Right. You don't need to see another snap from Zeke. I agree with you. I also would throw Sean Lee in there, to be totally honest with you. At this point, you don't even want to see him. I don't want to see him. him. <laughs> I don't want to see yeah. one. Just stay stay where you are. I, I do have a little bit of a problem with not seeing a guy a guy at all during, during mm. this time of the year. That's a good one. You know? I do not. Not if, at he's, all. Not if he's on that I caliber. I know. All these fights between the O-line and D-line, um, some of these guys, like, you don't I mean, don't freaking hurt Zach Marion. Don't hurt Travis. Don't hurt Tyron. Tyron, don't be jumping. Tyron is a good one. He Tyron's just really jumped in there to get in the fight. Tyron ran like, into that huddle there. yesterday. I was like, "What are you Stop doing? Get out of there, Stop Tyron! Are you doing? Get out!" I was going to ask about D Law. We've seen him kind of move across the line. I don't know either. He's trying to be the leader there and kind of show, "Hey, let's do more things." Or are we maybe seeing? Could he be a guy that that goes inside? And on certain plays, you know, JPP, when he was at his, his peak with the Giants, he was all over the place. Yeah. Are we going to see that? Because you do have Gregory, you have Tapper, you have got I mean, I meant to say Taco, on the outside that, that could rush. Maybe 
this is a preview of like D Law could yeah. be inside. And something. if you noticed yesterday, they did the same thing with Crawford. Crawford went down the line yesterday yeah. in one on ones and, and went against several different guys uh, down the line. And I do think that that's part of it. I think they want to move these guys around them. They're rushmen, as as their Rushman. as the the head of their unit says, and. I think part of that is they want them to have that position flex where they can, in, in certain pass rush situations, move them around a little bit and, uh, and, and try to exploit the weaknesses of the offensive line that they're going against. All right, we are up on our second break. I've got more of these. I think I'm just going to have to scrap my third segment. We'll do a whole show out of that, I think. But uh, Give it to me. I'll run it tomorrow. We'll be right back. Nope. Cowboys <laughs> fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com slash cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Back to the break. Well, the big voice guy already said it for me, so no need there. I believe Kent said we have a call from Pierre and Las Colinas. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Yeah, man. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> what you got? Hey, I, I just wanted to say, man, I think the, the, every unit on that team has something to prove. Even, every player has something to prove. Uh, Zeke, running backs, uh, quarterback, receivers, O-line, D-line, linebackers, corners, safety. Coach. Uh, even special teams, everybody has something to prove. I think that in and of itself is going to make the team uh, pretty competitive and, and um uh, move them, motivate them to have a pretty good record this year. Agreed. Great. Yeah. Do you have a, any any other questions? Question? Nope. Um, no, that's it, man. I, I, I'd offer up a critique, but uh, this is not the time and place for it. Well, thanks for the call, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Stay cool down there in you, Tejas. Uh, we'll be back I soon. You know another guy Holy. that I just thought of? I mean, yes, I, I absolutely agree. Everyone needs to prove something here on the team. Uh well, I got the there's a few I'm gonna, that I'm don't. I'm address that. But go ahead with your. No, I was gonna point out uh, Taco Charlton. He's a, he's mm. another one that 
he has gotten better and he's put on some weight and kind of gotten stronger, but it's still, I don't feel that he has the right amount of strength just yet. Sometimes you see him going into these battles and the guys just like bring him down to the ground. He doesn't have enough power just yet. It has not consistently translated to the practice yeah. field. Yep. I say that as a taco defender, which I think he's he's looked better than he did as he a rookie. Has. Let me ask you this question. He's not, he's not, he doesn't look like a guy who's making that cliched jump have you will. made have you made the distinction in your mind of when he looks better because one thing i think i'm noticing i could be wrong about this one thing i think i'm noticing is when i've seen him do really well it happens to be when he's going up against 79 and so it makes me <laughs> wonder is he really doing better or is it all relative <laughs> i think i notice him do better in team situations like he maybe he's just not a one-on-one -on -one guy maybe he needs somebody to help him run a stunt or mm -hmm. take some pressure off him i don't know he needs more power i'm more glad power. you mentioned i'm glad you mentioned 79 though uh that goes back to my list which uh, clearly i have something in mind but i want to ask y'all um the big problem we aren't talking about is and when I say that, I like I don't want to hear about safety. <laughs> We've done that. I don't want to hear about defensive tackle. What right in, have you noticed out here that could be a problem that we're not, that we're about. not talking about? And okay. while y'all think, I'll offer up. And this I got is, one. oh well, go ahead. Okay. I got one because I was going to ask you about something else because because Dorrance Armstrong's making some plays and that's good, and Gallup's making some plays, uh -huh. and I'm going down the line here, and Connor Williams is doing some things. Is it a problem that Leighton Vander Esch really hasn't stood out yet? Or is it – this is what I keep saying all the time about being physical and you can't see these mm -hmm. linebackers in practice. Maybe we'll see it in the game. But so far, I, I, nothing's really standing out from, from Leighton just yet. Is this an issue? It's I give him the benefit on that because yeah, of the position. Yeah, I okay. really do. I give him right. the benefit, too. I really do. Like, I'm mentally, I'm just waiting for games. Right. But it is funny that he's asking this question the day after Jalen Smith made one of the plays of camp that didn't involve a tackle at all, yeah. which him covering well, Cole Beasley 30 yards down the field. Yep. That's, that's why he was And he looked really good in cover. Like, he it was, was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Impressive. It was very it impressive. It was impressive, Nobody to say the least. Him, so, you can – you can stand out as a linebacker for reasons other than physicality. Sure can I give can. you one? Can I give you one to answer your question? Yeah, what? You guys are all concerned about Alan Hearns. I think he started off camp, and it, at the beginning of camp, I was pretty excited. But that's kind of waned now. I, part of that's been he's been off the field. He had some in injury issues. But it's kind of waned a little bit, and it's starting to make me wonder, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just a little bit concerned. Not, not overly concerned, but a little bit concerned because he is expected to step in and I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, be your top receiver. Um, and I just don't know if I've seen enough of those kind of plays out I, here as camp is worn on. I'll tell – I mean, look at – I mean, go down the wide receiver depth chart. Everybody that's practiced on a regular basis has made at least one, if not a few, wow plays. Alan Hearns has made some nice plays. He hasn't made any plays that make me say wow. Let me ask you this. From, uh, from what we've seen of them in their career, 10 being Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, <laughs> what is what would you say one to ten is Cole Beasley? Just his career. Wait, wait. Well, you're saying those two guys are ten? Yeah, those guys are tens. All right. What's what's Beasley? Cole's a four. Four. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What were you gonna say? Uh, maybe a little higher than that. I like mean, what? What were you gonna I say? I don't know. Five, a six or seven. But what's what's what is uh, Alan Hearns? Four. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. 
I mean, maybe Marquis Murdoch uh, is a is a one because he's in the league and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So so that being said, that that Cole's a four. Beasley had that but behind you're the back about, catch last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Beasley a little higher than that. He's a 75 catch in in a season one year. I mean, what, but that's the thing, I mean, and that's the same thing about one Alan Hearns. season where he caught more than like 40 balls. Yeah, okay. the, I mean, both of them are kind of one season type. Okay. Ten ten year Pro Bowler every year. One year you're a camp body in, in training camp, and then you're right, never gonna make the, it. If that's so, the, then, f- five six whatever. But yeah. but my point is, is what's Terrence Williams? Same thing. Alan Hearns. Same thing. Deontay Thompson. You got yeah, nobody. He's probably a little less. That's, yes. that's my issue is that, like, I think they're all going to be out there. It's like basketball, like an average team. Yeah, he might score 20 tonight. He might score four. Maybe ho- if he does score four, hope oh. he scores 20. You don't have that guy that you can count on, and that is what we argued all offseason is do they really need that number and that's, one? I th- that's by that's design. I th- it's by design. Yeah, and it I is think by design. Equally as by design is the fact that whoever, like, Whoever has the bad night isn't going to complain. That's I right. think that's just as crucial as everything else. But the key is Bro. somebody's going to have to have a good night. Like awesome. Every yeah. game, no, you're right. somebody's going to have to step into that role and have a really good day, and can they get that kind of consistency as a group? Not as a person, but as a group that every week somebody's going to step up and make the plays they need to make in this, the passing game. This lineup just seems like it needs it – need, these receivers just need an Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady to kind of help them. <laughs> it doesn't need – hey. Well, go get him. Well, I mean, okay. if you need that, go get it. Why not? Okay. <laughs> this is this is nerdy as hell. Like I would I would be reluctant to classify this as a big problem. But I'm very curious about the back end of the offensive line depth chart. Why? Uh because I actually love the the back end of the offensive line depth chart. I'm cu- you got your 5. Yeah. Sure. You got more than five. What, you got, yeah. uh, got you got your, your seven. Just you g- let him go. Okay, Derek. go. Sorry, Derek. God, you're not the host <laughs> you're today. You want to speak, Nick? No, no, no. I, I. He to said talk. the Welcome back end world, of the. Dave. He said the back <laughs> end of the line. Welcome to my world. You got okay, your five. Go. Yeah. You got your six because of Cam Fleming. You said seven. I assume you mean Joe Looney. Yes, I do. Just wh- wh- who? Who are your last three? Is my point. Um, you know, to be honest with you, I'm not so worried about the last three, because I think the way you look at this is. If I lose any one of my starters, I feel good about that next guy, at least for that moment. Now, what happens beyond that, if I lose two guys that are at the same position, let's say you lose two tackles, you're going to be a little bit in trouble. But guess what? That's every team. Sure. Like, that's the, the nature of the NFL. The NFL is set up such that you cannot – it's hard to sustain a lot of injuries at one position. I just feel like the back end of the depth chart is a bit redundant because Marcus Martin and Joe Looney are essentially the same player. Honestly, I would love it if Chaz Green was good enough to make this team as a fourth tackle, but he hasn't shown that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Who is going to be your fourth tackle right now? I don't know that they'll have one. You think he'll just go with three? And that's my that therein lies my point, Derek. Because I think we would all agree that O line is a great candidate to go short. Yeah, because you have such talented players. Yeah. But but I, you also have one player that hasn't see. been able to stay healthy for the last few years, but right? Yeah, to it's, me which, this is. This and is one position where it doesn't matter how many people are practicing on the field, whether you have eight, whether you have nine, whether you have 12 because you have some practice squad guys. This is about how many guys that you're taking to the game. Chaz Green, can't, you can't take him to the game. Right. So I think you've got seven, seven guys, maybe, maybe eight, but I guess what you're asking is who's eight. I, I am, and that's my point Marcus, is. Marcus Martin, I think, will be inactive every game. I think he makes yes. a team, and he's inactive until you need him. But I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't think they can have a – I don't think they can just go with three. Not with what has happened with Tyron as far as injuries are so concerned. So you want to carry nine. 
I think you got to have. So a, who's a your ninth offensive? I don't lineman. know. To be honest with you, it's just like we were talking about tight end. That guy may not be on this team yet. Because yeah. I don't. I think it would be. I think it would be a bad decision based upon what we've seen out here this year and based upon what we saw last year for them to go into this season with Chaz Green it, being your fourth tackle. I agree. Which okay, no, so at the end no. of the day, you agree with me because yes, I do. I. I don't like their options at tackle after Cam Fleming. Right. And I don't like the thought of only having three tackles on this team. Right. And that, that makes sense. All I'm saying is in most scenarios in the NFL, if you have three quality tackles, you feel really good about where you are That's from the standpoint fair, of offensive man. line depth. The only issue becomes how healthy can Tyron be for the entire season. That, I think, is the big issue. Which And that's going to make this decision uh, interesting. We right. have every right to be concerned about that. He's looked great out here, right. but – Fool me once, shame on me, et cetera. I think Chaz Green is absolutely a right tackle uh, only. If he's going to have to play tackle, he is a right tackle only because he cannot play the left side. If he's going to do his thing, Dak needs to see it happening. And he says, okay. I, Romo always said that. Romo always told us right tackle, do not hold. I don't need you to hold. I can see what's happening, and I'll get out of it. Don't hold. I, I want that guy over here. I need this guy protected. Still, somehow, he was able to see it and spin out. But, yeah, I mean, that's, that's legitimate. It's a legitimate point. What what do they do here? Does any of these tackles do anything? Bryce Johnson, Jacob Nobody Campos? on this team, tackle-wise, after Cam Fleming does anything for me. I okay. agree with that. Well, waiver wire. Yeah. Somebody will, somebody will come up and, you know. All right. Now that, now that we've been downers for ten minutes, um, <laughs> <laughs> now go back up. Give me something. What is really encouraging? That I'll just re read the phrase. The silver lining that we aren't talking about is blank. Hmm. Something that this team is looking pretty good at that we are not dedicating any time to. Man. While y'all think, I Go will ahead. throw it out yeah. there. Go ahead. <laughs> um, as usual, Chris Jones gets no love. I think that is something that the Cowboys should always feel good about. It's something that's always going to help them out in games. No, I'm not trying to throw Dan Bailey under the bus, but Chris Jones has not he has not wavered the way that we've seen from Dan recently. And on top of that, I'll throw special teams in there uh, because I'm very encouraged by what I've seen from Tavon Austin out here, just in terms of what he might be able to do as a return man and the field position game. I think that's something that'll be interesting to watch. I, I think there's a player, I don't know if this is the question, but I think there's a player that we're not talking a lot about, um, but he's he's. I think he's going to help them in a lot of ways, and you guys can probably finish my point here, or my thought. Jameez Olawali, I think, is going to really help this offense that's a good one. as a fullback that can get in there and block, as a pass catcher that can kind of do some things out of the backfield. He's a leader, he's a special teams guy, this guy is, is, is going to really – he's going to be a part of this offense in ways that I don't think people are really thinking about right now. Caught a touchdown pass yesterday in the goal, yeah. line, uh, goal line part of practice. So. I think he's mm -hmm. going to be the closest thing to a Daryl Johnston-type fullback that really is a part of the pass-catching stuff. Not Daryl early on, but later in his career when he was catching a lot of passes, but still able to mix it up in there. I hope you're right because I always said and thought that Keith Smith had deceptively good hands. I agree. And they never they really gave him, him a chance to yeah. showcase it. You're um, right. They didn't he's use a good him. Athlete. He was a good athlete he for was. a tight end as well. And I, I was kind of shocked that they didn't use him more in, in more diverse situations. But, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't. You got anything? I do not. I'm looking up and down this roster, and I think we've talked. That's the funny yeah. thing. I think we've talked about all of it. Uh, the one thing that, that still kind of – I mean, we've talked a little – 
a good amount about it, but I think a silver lining for me at least is I think there is some significant depth in the secondary this year. Um, and I, I think I feel really good about where the secondary is right now. Now, that doesn't mean that we get into some games and they give up some touchdowns and that can change. But right now, what I've seen out here, I feel like matching up against some of the wide receivers you're going to have to match up with this year, I feel pretty good about where the Cowboys are. That, to me, is a bit of a silver lining because I didn't know what to expect coming into camp. Even though we've been dogging the receivers for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah. But even at that, though, you still got to make the plays. And I've, I've said that before. Like, there's a lot of times we've seen cornerbacks on this team where, uh, you know, they, they, they get in position, they have really good coverage, and the receiver either still catches the ball or they can't manage to get the interception. We've seen them make some really big plays, some really good plays out here, I think. So um, I, I still think that, that you still have to do the job even if the receivers aren't great and even if the passing isn't great. You're going to hate me for this one because I'm getting ahead of myself, but yeah. I don't care. Uh, last thing before we go, the main thing I want to see Thursday night in San Francisco is blank. Mm. Okay. Um, I want to see the – defense get off the field early I want to see them make some stops because I think that unit will probably be the one unit that is, has the closest to the starters I could see more starters playing on defense than on offense and so the first drive of the game or whatever I don't know you think Jimmy G is going to be playing for them maybe I don't know I, I just get off, get, get off the field I want to see that that right there that that because uh, I remember some of the other games we've seen where the Rams Took the ball and went down the field, maybe two years in a row or something. But that's that's really the closest thing to like what this team's going to be about, unless you want to say Dan Bailey making kicks. That would be nice. I want to see one of these tight ends step up and make some plays in the passing game. That's no, what I, exactly what I was about well, to say. You, you don't have top. anyone that's proven necessarily Good. aside from Geoff Swain that is Geoff Geoff. <laughs> Jeff that's Swain? the that, that's the Swain? issue. His name Swain. is Jeff, but the Jeff. fact that you're calling him that makes me think Jeff that Swain? he needs to prove some things. Proves <laughs> <laughs> people what serious? his name is. I always call, I've always called him Jeff Swain. Jeff. Jeff Swain. Yeah. But anyways, point is the tight ends um, are gonna have to take advantage of this time and kind of prove something because otherwise maybe the Cowboys. I'm gonna need be, to bring someone I'm in. I'm going to be looking at all tight ends. I'm going to be looking at number 48 <laughs> for the 49ers. <laughs> if he makes a play in the fourth quarter, be like, hmm. Oh, okay. Look at him. Right. Looking at all tight all ends. Right. No doubt. No doubt. If Bo Scarborough makes oh. some plays with the line that's probably going to be blocking for him for most of this game, then I'll start to buy the hype a little bit. And he, he flashed yesterday, not just on the goal line, but he won a compete drill. It seems like he's getting better the more reps he gets because he's not getting a lot. But we like all know. Yesterday, it took him a while, though. Yeah. It We're about to say the same thing. We are going to say I'm going to let you say it. Say, say exactly what I was going to say. None of that matters unless if he can go down on special teams. <laughs> true. And he can't play up. special teams. But, not on but it's always the case. These receivers. They get judged by who can catch, who can block. I mean, who can yeah, who can block down the field and all that. But the guy that makes the team is the guy that can tackle. Yep. The guy that can run. If anybody runs down that field and jars the ball loose in a fumble on a punt coverage, all of a sudden he just goes. Yep. So now Keith O'Quinn's like, whoa, 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 what about this guy? Yeah. So Bar Bo Scarborough, good runner, big, strong, powerful. Go down there, make a huge tackle on special teams, and now you're pretty much on the 50. And I actually heard, I was watching uh, NFL Network the other day, and there was a, I can't remember who it was. It was a, a special teams, or a, it was either a head coach or a special teams coach that was talking in an interview. Um, and he said, 
hey, I really believe with the changes that they've made where you can't have the wedges and stuff like that, what you're going to start to see is special teams that don't have the big guys out there at all, which mm-hmm. puts a premium now on linebackers, yep. receivers, running backs, guys like that that can actually run down and actually make a tackle. Yep. So that's how you have to make the team is being able to actually play special teams. You're not one of the starters. You're going to have to be able to play on special teams, and I think that becomes even more of a premium now that you're going to see those transitions to those units. It'll be fun to actually – get to watch that i mean you know they don't really do they do special teams but it ain't it ain't live right so that's something to watch that Great is job today dave all the time we have on cowboys awesome break show. thank you derek uh we'll be back tomorrow i don't know who's hosting we'll figure it out and, i'll be uh, back we'll be we'll be there thanks for okay. listening and watching on oh i should have said radio dallascowboys.com and the dallas cowboys football club how about this cowboys yeah!